0: This episode of our podcast is brought to you by Doolaban Insurance. If you live in Ontario, Canada, and are looking for the best price and coverage for your Tesla, give Douliband a call at 1-855-385-4226 or visit their website at doulibandinsurance.com slash Tesla. Welcome, everyone. We're doing another Tesla Owners Online podcast. Thank you for joining. We've got a big crew with us tonight. We've got Eric, we've got Ian, and we have DJ from Tesla Tidbits, and we have Raj from Tesla Raj. How's everybody doing tonight living the dream surviving <laughs> no. that was the keyword surviving <laughs> well uh you know we haven't done a show in a couple of weeks um the last one we did was talking about some of the uh, q1 numbers <coughs> but uh things have been a little quiet now because the fremont factory has been closed since about march 15th but um you know never dull day sometimes and elon took to Twitter and uh, yeah there's been a lot of stuff going on so we are going to do a deep dive on some of the stuff that Elon has said and some of the things that have been happening with Alameda but before I get into that uh, we want to do a little bit of house cleaning and we'll talk about a couple of um, important articles that will come out. Uh, By the way I should do a little public service announcement because this is going to go on our YouTube channel as well. Um, we're going to have a lot of opinions on the show a little bit later in the, uh, in the show from, uh, you know, all of our guests, including myself. So I just want to let everybody know on Twitter or, uh, well, specifically YouTube, that uh, if you're going to go to the comments, please keep it respectable. Uh, res- res- please be respectful. Um, just because somebody has a different opinion doesn't mean it gives you a right to call them every name in the book. And anyways, having said that, Let's move on. A couple of uh, important tweets that came out today, courtesy of our friend Jay in Shanghai, who broke some news today. He says straight off the production line into the showroom in China, model uh, Model Three is made in China. Now have USB three ports, USB C, I should say, USB C <laughs> ports in the back where the passenger is. Here I got a picture. I'll bring that up here so you guys can see. There you go. So just like Model Y, it has two USB C ports in the back and the front cubby where you put in your USB keys you know, for sentry mode and stuff, the left hand port is now USB-C as well. So I think it's just a matter of time before we see that in North America. Matter of fact, during the shutdown, there's a good chance they might have even switched over. So any Model 3s being made off the production line when they get in yeah. customers' hands, maybe we'll know if they've been switched over. Anyway, not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things, but it is Tesla after all, and they are making changes as they go. Also from our friend Jane Shanghai announced that the first batch of Model 3s made in China long range rear wheel, rear wheel drive is officially off the production line in the uh, Giga uh, factory in Shanghai ahead of schedule. Uh, up until recently, Tesla was only making the standard range plus and the performance Model 3s will come later, I would suspect probably sometime later this year. So looks like Tesla's uh, ahead of schedule on the Chinese factory. So it's looking good for those guys certainly uh, been making some changes uh, during some shutdown to start producing some other cars so that's what we have as far as that news is concerned but a big story broke today this is courtesy of reuters and i'm going to bring up the article here and i'm going to read you some important bits So they say exclusive Tesla's secret battery aim to rework the math for electric cars and the grid. So Tesla plans to introduce a new low-cost long-life battery in the Model 3 sedan in China later this year or early next year that expects to bring low-cost vehicles, electric vehicles in line with gasoline models. This is the cost parity thing that people have been talking about for quite some time now. And uh, they will allow EV batteries to have a second life uh, uh, for use in electric power uh, power grids later on. So the new million mile quote battery is the center of Tesla's strategy and it was jointly developed by China's contemporary Amperex technology, also known as CATL or CATL. Um, Tesla plans to launch the battery first in China and Tesla's new batteries will rely on innovations such as low-cost cobalt, cobalt cobalt-free battery chemistries and the use of chemical additives, materials and coatings that will reduce internal stress and, and enable batteries to be more energy efficient for longer periods. This is coming courtesy of the Uh, developments uh, in conjunction with uh, Jeff Don at Dalhousie University in Nova Scotia. So battery day is looking really good. If this stuff comes out, uh, this is what we're looking at. This is the one thing, the paragraph that really caught my attention. They say that the cost of cattle's cobalt-free lithium iron phosphate battery packs have fallen below $80 per kilowatt hour, with the cost of the battery cells dropping below 60 kilowatt hours. The sources have said... Cattle's low-cost NMC battery packs are close to $100 uh, $100 per kilowatt hour. Um, It's generally understood in the automotive industry for quite some time now that battery packs that reach the 100 kilowatt hour at the density level basically puts electric cars on par with gasoline cars as far as... um, the drivetrain components are, are concerned. So once we reach that level, it's game over. EVs have won at that point. So this is looking really good. And Elon's been making um, quite a bit of illusions lately on Twitter that it's gonna be shaping up to be a pretty big day. So I expect a few different things to be happening on battery day. He did say recently that, uh, well, actually on the earnings call, that uh, they're hoping to hold it either Nevada or Texas. Which leads us into the second part of our conversation here today. Um, Any comments on this before we get into the real meat and potatoes? can't wait for battery day right my my general feelings
1: on all of this stuff when it comes to renewable energies specifically is that it's not a surprise that the costs keep getting lower and lower and the resources become cheaper and cheaper we're seeing it in solar technology we're seeing it in wind turbine technology and now we're seeing it in automotive battery technology for electric vehicles so as long as this technology advancements continue as long as the prices keep getting lower and lower The argument gets really hard for people who are legacy owners to say, well, they're really more expensive over time because you have to pay for electricity, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, but if the batteries are more efficient and they can actually put out better production than gasoline can and we're not having to utilize fossil fuels to do that very thing, then, yeah, it's hard to make the argument that they're actually worthwhile. So we may start seeing more legacy automakers really make the transition and say, yeah, we're going to cease gasoline vehicle production in the next maybe 10, 15, 20 years, which
0: is the hope. The other thing you got to keep in mind is that this is Tesla. Nobody else is reaching this level yet. Um, That's exactly so what I was. It's, getting... <laughs> so it, it, while it's nice to hear these numbers, all it means is that Tesla is going to be able to reach there f- before anybody else. Now, whether Tesla can leverage that and actually drive the cost of the current cars down remains to be seen. I've all, I've gone on record said before that uh, the Cybertruck. Um, is a perfect example of battery cost savings that have to happen in order to get that price down. That's the first example of something like that. Now, they did say that they plan on building a design center in China to make cars for the worldwide market. So out of there, I would suspect in due time, maybe two, maybe three years, we'll see, um, maybe some cheaper cars out of Tesla, something cheaper than the Model 3 that can probably really drive the cost down even below the $35,000 mark.
1: I mean, do you guys think it's even within the realm of possibility that Tesla could become a battery supplier to other manufacturers? I mean, there's nothing that would prohibit them from doing that or perhaps even sharing some of their patents, just like Volvo did with their three-point safety belt system back in the 60s. Like, if you believe it's for the better good of the global environment, why not make some of that stuff public? You can certainly have some rights held to you, but if if you realize that it's part of your mission, which is to— Really accelerate the world towards sustainable energy. Why not be one of the leaders in battery technology for
2: other manufacturers, all the same? I think the patent thing is probably the most likely route on that because they're they're already supply constrained anyhow, right? Mm -hmm. So they're not going to be able to make it for other for other other folks. Uh, What I'd like to see them do is kind of a hybrid of that, where obviously doing you know advancing sustainable transport and energy and everything is the mission of the company maybe a hybrid a bit where you have a little bit of a license fee to license that technology so you're recovering a little bit of what you did for the research and development and you know it's still going to be better than any of the other companies out there are going to put out and at a much less of a cost than what they would have put out as well so everybody ends up winning in that
3: it, it it sounds to me like you know we've we've there've been discussions. They've talked to other OEMs about this, both you know for the actual technology in the cars and the charging network, because that was another big one, right? It's like you know from day one, Elon said, if anybody wants to partner with us on the supercharging network, hey, come on in. And yeah. every time somebody showed up and knocked on the door, it's like, well, we just like to change this pin configuration or maybe <laughs> a way that talks to. No, 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 no. You don't understand. You got to be able to plug in and go. So and you know, like working without six different OEMs myself, let me tell you, they are so particular. Everybody's mm-hmm. got their little silo on how they want to do things. That's really a, a big stopping point in, in a lot of these discussions. Uh, to DJ's point though, I, I don't think at this point it's it's kind of moot because they can't really produce anything more than what they're doing now. But I could see in a few years, if they still maintain this outrageous lead, at some point that would that would kind of happen. you it know like tear factories, T- up. Yeah, there you go. Once you start right. reaching that scale, imagine them just pumping out the skateboards, and everybody else can add their bodywork, interior. What ha- I could easily mm-hmm. see that
2: happening.
0: I mean, well, sharing is caring, caring right? <laughs> it's true.
2: Would that well, not be full people... circle? Though? They 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 started off getting the skateboards from Lotus, and now they're giving skateboards to other companies. That would be <laughs> that'd be kind of fun. The circle <laughs> that, that would
0: hope. that would only really work, I think, once Tesla gets their manufacturing um, beyond the capacity that they need and right now they're not even close to being able to build enough cars even to supply the demand that they have now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Wishful think we'd really like to see Tesla be able to share their technology and be an OEM for other people, but I don't see it happening. They're just they're so compl- they're 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 supply constrained. They can't build I mean, they're still building factories for crying out loud. They just can't eat, meet demand. So, you know, maybe in, in, in the future, but right now I just don't see it. And as far as the patents are concerned, this whole thing with Battery Day, that's going to be so proprietary. They're not going to let anybody behind the curtain on that. That's uh, They spent a lot of money uh, buying companies, um, you know, hiring Jeff Don, who's been on the team now for a number of years. I don't see that going anywhere. I mean, that's pretty proprietary stuff going on. Don't forget, just about every other manufacturer right now <clears throat> is uh, relying on LG, or Samsung. Very little on, on, well, some people are using a little bit of Panasonic, but Panasonic's pretty much tied up with Tesla at this point. So, you know, when they have to deal with those suppliers, they can't get the costs down because they have to pay yet another supplier. Tesla's going vertical, and this is something we can talk about here, because part of Battery Day is, well, he may or may not reveal it, but we know through sources that uh, Tesla is Um, working on uh, vertical integration. They bought a company here where I live, um, not about 15 minutes away here in Vaughan, that actually specializes in manufacturing cells. So Tesla has an internal project where they're actually building cells with their own chemistry. So Tesla wants to go vertical. So in combination with the cell chemistry that they've developed, these new processes, that'll just drive the cost down because they can pass those savings on to the customer, hopefully anyways, and not, not turn it into more profits, but that's kind of the thing. So that's, uh, we're looking forward to battery day. If things hold, Elon said that sometime maybe around the third week of May it might happen. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. We don't, we still don't have an official um, uh, uh, date announcement. I know lots of people have been poking and prodding them on, uh, on Twitter to see if we can get anything out of that. But um, yeah, when, when they're ready to announce that they will. Now, as far as where they're going to hold this thing, um, he's given us two hints, right? Nevada, at the Gigafactory, and Texas, of all places. Now, Tesla doesn't have a facility in Texas. Elon has been spending a lot of time in Texas um, on, on two fronts. One of them is SpaceX because they're building rockets in Boca Chica. He's spending most of his time there. And uh, he's been courting, um, I don't know how many places in Texas, but we know that Austin has been one of the potential places to build this other Gigafactory that they want to build <clears throat> to supply uh cybertruck although i will go as far to say that it's more than just cybertruck at this point so i think we, we take speak uh, pardon me spend a little time here and, and talk about some of the stuff that's actually gone on so it's no mystery that uh, tesla's factory has been shut down since about march 15th and they just reopened um what was it on friday guys was it
1: it was over the weekend. It was late it last was over into the over weekend. Over the weekend, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> officially
0: Monday. It is Monday. Yeah. Oh, Monday. I'm sorry. I lost track of my days here. <laughs> this COVID Haven't thing really all. got me. Yes, exactly. So the bottom line here is um, obviously it's it's been pretty public that Elon's been very upset about how things have been handled, not only. At the government level, but um, also in Alameda County, where uh, Tesla's factory is located. Um, You know, the governor, the president has all given them green lights to open back up. And here we are in uh, Alameda. And uh, they basically said no. Now, here's what's surprising to me. and, And correct me if I'm wrong, but you think somebody in Alameda would have been paying attention to Tesla opening their factory in China and having already dealt with this kind of thing before?
2: that's my frustration yep. with this you of all the companies anywhere that has the experience to do this right they they have the company in their backyard like you wouldn't maybe they might go to them and ask them what happened in in China and maybe ask for advice
0: maybe I don't know maybe they have blinders on it didn't happen here
3: well it, it's funny that you, you you lead with that point uh Trev because 14 minutes ago Elon put out three more tweets saying absolutely. Oh. Tesla already went through this in China with seven thousand employees, zero fatalities or serious illness. SpaceX has eight thousand employees in California, Washington, Texas, and Florida, operating this entire time as we have national security exemption, zero deaths or serious illnesses. I mean, okay. what more? What better record could you ask for? That's incredible. I mean,
1: it seems to the, me they kind of know what they're doing. I, I can I all right. First of all, first of all, the the blind the blind the blind idea that you're going to look at, well, in hindsight, we can look back at the number of employees we have and how many of those were sick and how, many got, and how many died. Yeah, well, the quarantines are a part of that, right? Like they weren't having normal operations since March 15th. So the numbers are going to be good if people were already feeling healthy before they were quarantined and now they've been quarantined. If they really abided by government um, ordinances to stay home and not be out in public without masks and PPE and things like that. Yeah, your odds of getting sick are actually not that great. Um, but with that in said, like California as a whole, its fatality rate is over 4%. right? Alameda County is around 3.5%. So it's just below the state average. But that's still a pretty high number. San Francisco County, the neighboring county in Alameda, has a sub-2% fatality rate. Now, granted, they certainly have about half the population of Alameda. But still, the, the fatality rate is even more than half of that, or about half of that, as Alameda. So we can, we can certainly look at the numbers in the metros all we want to. Where I live here in Palm Beach County, Florida, our numbers are terrible compared to Alameda. But at the same time, it's like every state's different, every county is different, every municipality is different. So I don't fault Alameda's health um, officials to say, yeah, we don't think we're ready yet. And even if the companies themselves, no matter how big or small they may be, say, no, we're, we're ready. We have the safeguards in place. We got the protections available, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't matter. You are a, a business that is in that jurisdiction. <laughs> if some I- official says you cannot open your doors, it's that simple. Even if you tout we're the best and we're ready for this, it doesn't matter. Elon's favorite day of the week is Sue's day, right? He just (laughs) loves the idea with all the resources he has to just like throw everything. He can throw the book at county, right? He can throw the book at anybody because they have all the money and all the power there is in the world. At the same time, why are you literally browbeating on social media a city employee – I'm sorry, a county employee in this case in Alameda to benefit what? Like if your ultimate goal is to reopen your doors, there is a very pleasant way of going about it. But to do this publicly, to me, was very, very just it was it was a bad look by all accounts. Yes, everyone's afflicted. We know the numbers are bad, right? We know that there are people dying. America still has a lot of issues. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, Raj's temperature is too high, which means he's getting really <laughs> mad. I was he's just going so so right right. to panic <laughs> attack. Right. Terrible timing on Raj's part. He'll now. be back in a 2nd got get a temp check. But anyway, but in all seriousness, like for him to tweet this stuff out now, like, the data is great. My company, we have a 100% healthy rate. It doesn't matter because where I'm at, we have a stay-at-home order in my county, despite the rest of Florida having the freedom to kind of like start going to a restaurant if you want to at 25% capacity. So – it, 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 it's still, there's just, it's a complete utter blindness on his part to think like, listen, we got this, we're cool. But it's not just what, what happens to your employees when they leave the factory. Like you can do everything you want while they're there, but when they leave, are they going to have the same protection and benefits? Like you're threatening them. We're not going to give you any um, healthcare coverage. We're not going to give any benefits to you if you don't come to work. And if you don't follow the rules, like that's a hard thing to do. Like the employees are then being forced to have to come to work even though they may say but i'm also concerned that we're not ready yet it's just it's a weird place to be in and there's no right or wrong about it but i thought the public perception of this
2: was really poorly handled by him so temperature check for everyone pardon the idiom there um are we all in agreement that terrible idea to reopen against the county order are we yes. all on the same page there?
3: Yeah. Yes. The, the, even if it's just a question of optics, it really kind of sets back the image I, of the whole have, thing badly. There's,
0: there's two things that really caught me. First of all, I understand Elon's mad, but the problem is he's not sharing information. Yeah. So if you're mad and you have conversations with the county and then you get so mad at them, the fact that now you're going to sue them. Well, what happens when you sue? You stop all communications or basically comes to a grinding halt. Yeah right so now they're not going to talk to you so then he he, he then they put out <clears throat> after his little tantrum that he has mm-hmm. he, he go they they go and post a, a blog post on on Tesla's website and if you read it it's basically Elon writes the thing Elon's a very good writer when he sits down and and then they post this getting back to work uh, piece of paperwork. Like, why wouldn't you that publish that before? Before you sued all that stuff. Like, lay it all out. Why do you have to show it after the fact? If you're ready to go to work and you want to make your case, put it out in the public and then show Alameda, but don't, don't throw a tantrum and then show it after the fact to say, yeah, yeah, well, here we go. They did it completely backwards. They shouldn't well, have
1: done it. The, like the the local paper in that area, the Mercury News, Um, I forgot who the journalist was, so forgive me, but there was a story that came out a few days ago when this all started to materialize. And it, it was a chronological recap of what happened over the course of the last several days It led to the, the finding of, okay, we're going to now settle on this. We're going to agree to go back to work. And one of the things that they pointed out was, Elon's relatively weird online behavior in the last several months that started with, you know, his saying that the response to the pandemic was, quote unquote, dumb. Right. And sort of the the comments after that, how it doesn't affect children, all these different things he tweeted, uh, you know, the numbers going down near zero, all that stuff, all the things that he said that we now know are factually incorrect in every which way. So when you're when you're looking at these series of tweets all kind of put together, it tells a very interesting story about how this all goes. And in large part, it feels like Elon from the very outset felt like we shouldn't have been subjected to this. Many other people shouldn't have had their jobs um, furloughed. They shouldn't have had their their doors closed. We should have just been able to kind of adjust to this. And not have the adverse reaction we did and the problem is when you then say but well, look at our numbers of all the employees we have and the percentage who've been sick et cetera, et cetera. yeah that's again ignoring the reality that it's what the reaction was by leadership government leadership and saying we're going to shutter down our state we're going to shutter down these areas that led to these healthy numbers that you're reporting and he's got this massive disconnect between one and the other whatever reality he's living in is not ours And he needs to understand that when you have elected leaders and those elected leaders appoint people to be the deciders in a case like this where we have a global pandemic, those health officials, those scientists, those doctors, nurses, first responders, et cetera, that's my main focus. Not whether or not you can actually produce a battery on the line on a Tuesday. And his focus has been solely on the business and not anything else. If he wanted to, for example, he could have when he got his big payout bonus after quarter one. He could have said, I'm going to pay for employees who right now can't work for two weeks pay or whatever it was. He could have elected to with the company's resources or his own resources to do more for Tesla employees and SpaceX employees, etc. He didn't. Now granted, it's his money. It's his choice. I'm sure some will argue that. But all he's done was point the finger at everyone but him for why they're in that situation. And rather than work with people, all he's done is browbeat people as a bully does trying to get what he wants. And if he doesn't, he basically turns into this impish child in a public sphere and then wonders
0: why there's such negative press on him. And then he has the martyr tweet. Well, yeah. if you're going to arrest anybody, it better be me. <laughs> All right, Elon. You're going a little further. I mean, that was a bait trap, you know, because it would have been good PR.
1: Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I that was a, that was a no-win
0: for Alameda County. Oh, yeah, of when, course. Once Absolutely. he did that. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
3: no no yeah. no there there was he, yeah,
0: that was calculated
2: he
3: knew used to do he, know, he knew he knew exactly how to box them in. raj you've been awfully quiet down there in the corner i want to hear what your take is <laughs> he
0: can't hear us <laughs> he can't hear us yeah, yeah, he Raj has been having some technical issues us. this evening we apologize for that he will come back oh okay back oh, okay
2: <laughs> so I'll, I'll be the um, maybe the un- unpopular opinion puffin in the room here then that's okay um so well, I completely agree on Elon's behavior. Um, th- this, this was a terrible tack to take. Uh, I completely get the frustration he's got. Because um, at least for me, what I've got from what we've been sold on why we're doing the shutdowns, right? It was flatten the curve, make sure we're not overwhelming healthcare, not mm-hmm. overwhelming the healthcare system. That was the whole goal of this, right? And you have the state of California saying, we're good. Open manufacturing. It's great. We're going to do that. Alameda County is saying, no, we're not going to do that when in their own uh, jurisdiction, according to one of the a Berkeley council person. That's where I got the tweet from on this. Cases are declining. Hospitalization is flat. So you've got you've we've you've accomplished Absolutely. the goal. And if you've accomplished the goal, <laughs> why are you overriding the state, the state mandate? Like, please give a good reason for that. And again, completely inexcusing. Elon's behavior was not excusable on this Uh, just terrible idea to go against the government, government order. Uh, But I get it um, especially. So transfer this a little bit out of Alameda County Um, full disclosure. I work for a healthcare organization in it. My wife is an emergency room nurse. Um, And I can say firsthand, I'm being furloughed because we don't have enough patients. We didn't get near the COVID patients that we were, projecting and stat- and making sure that we had the capacity for. And actually my wife right now has been, uh, told this, to st- you know, she had a shift starting at nine o'clock. She's been told to stay home for low census. Um, cause they don't need her. Um, I think, I think there's a few places in the country that that is not true that they are getting creamed and we know that. And mm-hmm. that's the kind of the problem with this is it's really local. Sorry. Hang on, uh, it's really local. <laughs> Sorry. Um, to where the situation is handled, so it's kind of a catch twenty two because I agree, kind of that the counties probably are the best place to hold it, like to make the decision because they're going to know what's going on. But I think in Elon's frustration is valid because at least what I have seen from the publicly available data that I've got, there the goal is accomplished. So why why is why are things still shuttered? And if I, I were mean, looking at that county, I'd be frustrated as a resident too. Yeah,
1: a lot of great points there, DJ, and I I certainly align with a lot of them as well uh, regarding the response. Now, I do say that Gavin Newsom was asked about this in a press conference not too long ago. I think it was in the last couple of days he was asked about it, the response with Alameda. And he had said that fairly that the counties themselves do have the right to make stricter responses than what we, the state at large, want to do. So he knows that, yes, ideally, we and my staff, we want to see – things start to reopen with very, very smart decisions in how to do that. Like it's a very phased reopening and very gradual because I'm sure Gavin's, listen, Gavin's a smart guy. California is mm-hmm. the fifth largest economy in the world. So we know there's a lot of things that they're very uh, cognizant of. And one of those is they've seen other states across the US when they have started their reopenings, like Georgia, for example, where they saw a spike in numbers shortly after reopening in large part because, and we've seen a lot of videos of it. There was actually, um, I want to say it was in San Diego. There was a video of a like a like a coffee bar or a restaurant something like that just packed with patrons. Yeah. No one's wearing a mask, No one's wearing PPE, and they're not following right, right. rules. So 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 what I'm saying what I'm saying is that while while Elon and Tesla can say in a press release this is what we're going to do as we reopen, if Alameda County representative, forget Alameda for a second, if any county elected officials or health officials designate that the numbers, while they are declining if we're not seeing consistent declines at a certain rate over a two week period, or we're not seeing our fatality rate drop below a certain metric, they may elect to just continue to kind of hold things down despite the rest of the state or other counties having a different response. And I think to your point, yeah, they're allowed to have that decision. Now, granted, would we like more transparency to understand the reasoning behind all this? Absolutely. Really putting out there the reason why you're electing to hold stricter standards in the response than your neighboring counties might help make this an, uh, lesser of an argument because then people go, okay, now I understand. Maybe you want to have your fatality rate drop below 3%. Maybe you want to have certain numbers in the hospitals. In in one way, while it's terrible that you and your wife are in the circumstance, I also look at it as a blessing in disguise because that means we are, in fact, handling this better that less people are, in fact, getting sick and going to the hospital. So it's a lot to take in. Um, I just always looked at it that the petulance that Elon exhibited throughout the entire incident um, didn't help matters at all. Had he been more forthcoming, more um, more um, amenable to what the county was doing, then maybe things could have worked out sooner. But I think once you put up a resistance, you put up a wall to whatever changes are coming, then likely the other side's going to go, "All right, we're going to keep coming at you then," because you're you're clearly not grasping the severity of this, and I don't think he really did from the very outset. And his tweets are only exemplify that.
0: I think in a lot of cases Elon was really taking this personally.
1: Yeah. Oh, it, it it's vastly that. And what sort of
3: complements that is if you um, if you listened or watched him on Joe Rogan last week, you can definitely see there's an element of that. You know, it, it comes through clearly that it it just bothers him deeply, that he thinks that there's vast overreaction to the severity of the virus. And when I broke down what he was saying on Rogan's show, there's a lot of it I agree with. I don't think this disease is anywhere near as fatal as we think it is in terms of percentage. The problem is it's insanely contagious so even if it only has the same you know uh, effective death rate as the flu the fact that it's 10 times more, more people are getting it and,
2: exactly
3: yeah. is what what drives the problem but yeah uh, it, just to come full circle on it, <laughs> I, I think what it is is why did alameda feel tesla wasn't safe to open that's what we all want to know you know that's obviously what was really getting it at, uh, at elon there must have been something going on behind the scenes they were being unreasonable or dragging their feet or I don't know what it is but there's something that really set him off and well, I mean the worst thing he could have done is come out of one well, of the sledgehammer the way he did but I I got to think that you know given the safety director and the experience they have you know and the plan they have in place I mean my god if you all read that 38 page plan yeah, nah,
2: that thing is nuts <laughs>
3: and there, it refers to 19 other documents I mean this thing is military grade I, there, there's no inspector on earth they could look at that and say nah you forgot i really don't see that so i want to well, know what it is alameda was was wanting or well what the problem was is, you know, is like... that
0: we all we know is that it was published to the public i mean yeah. did they actually submit that right all we know is that well, they, they, they released it after the fact after they decided to sue right That, well, that, was, not that would only seem that, odd if they didn't um,
1: the question i have too is a lot of this dialogue is a bit about alameda versus tesla but alameda is a county Tesla's not yes. the only business in Alameda County. There could be other metrics and other things we're not aware of. And DJ was right. Like if you disclose that more publicly, maybe there's something that you're tracking or something you can see that makes us then go, uh, now we understand it. But Tesla so, is, the, is the largest, you know, one of the largest employers in all of Alameda County. So it's fair to say like they're going to be the target, but they can't, they're not the only company that's going to argue, hey, I understand why you're being stricter, but why does it have to be us? And so they're actually, and, and Ted was speaking making it about them,
2: and it is. They a- did. They did release a press release, uh, Trevor. I threw it to the tr- the chat in case you want to throw it on the screen. But, um, but uh, so uh, today they did actually show what the indicators were that they wanted, and it was for those on audio. It it is uh, hospital cases and flatter decreasing sufficient surge capacity, which they are all over, uh, and same thing on the hospital hospitalizations. They're in the the very good metric there. Uh, sufficient testing capacity, sufficient disease containment, and sufficient PPE are the, the three categories they don't feel they're good on yet. Um, and I know I've seen on the Twitterverse uh, uh, some folks <clears throat> beating the drum about testing capacity uh, being a big deal. And I, ha- I haven't seen PPE be as much, but they still have a the second to worst rating on both testing and PPE. So, um, yeah, I mean, they, they did come out with their metrics at least finally. You know, daily and a dollar short.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, in, it- in the testing parts are really a big component of this. For example, in the White House, we talked about, you know, they're, they're getting tests on a more frequent rate than most other Americans are getting. And, you know, here it is. We have the president who earlier had talked about some of the staffers. It's like, oh, well, you know, this person tested negative, tested negative, tested negative, And all of a sudden, one day, poof, they're positive. And he can't seem to understand it. Like, they're always being tested. How did this happen? Like, it's not a conspiracy. That's just what how viruses work, right? Like, we we're at the mercy of the virus. I mean, Ian was spot on right. Like, this is something that's so potent and so dangerous that it could take one employee at Tesla to f- not wash their hands thoroughly enough, to forget to put a glove on correctly, uh, to grab a doorknob, to use a tool, whatever it is, and n- have be asymptomatic for several days, has that, you know, on average five-day incubation period. And all of a sudden, now they're sick. The problem is, in those five days before their symptoms show up, they're getting it. I mean, hell, in in North—I'm sorry—in South Korea, where there was a gentleman who had gone out to clubs after the um, ordinances were lifted, they went out to a couple dance clubs, and now over a thousand people have been exposed to the virus over one night of going out because he went out with no PPE whatsoever. So yes, the, the we're we're seeing it in other places. So for Alameda to take what I think is the safeguard approach is not terrible. JJ's right. Having these numbers, having this kind of PDF come out this late is not helpful. Like having it sooner would have been a better argument for them to stand on. Um, that would have given a lot of credence to why they did what they did. But at the same time, that again, that, there, were, there are certain metrics they're looking at that say, yeah, we're not ready. The state may be, but we're deciding that it's actually better for our citizens that we don't go there just yet.
0: How much do you think Tesla, I should say Elon, takes this personally when he says in the tweet, Tesla is the only car company that's not been allowed to open? (laughs) <laughs> you think you think that might be a little bit yeah no it's I true I That's mean, part of it too
3: i've been tracking the industry since day one and virtually everybody else is open now um, if you go to automotive um, news data, mm-hmm. they actually have an interactive map you can click on and you can see throughout all the the 48 lower states which assembly plants are op- they're virtually all either open now or they will be on monday You know like 95 percent of them will say you know like there's um and i think it's fca's got one plant they're waiting till um uh, june 1st and nissan's the only one that's pushed off um their plants um they're they're holding back a little bit but they're really the only one everybody else is either up and running or will be in in a couple of days so that's gotta hurt however none of them are located in california so you know you got it 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 really is a regional thing but it always comes back to if i'm a guy who's running these companies like spacex and tesla in china and i've got a total of 15,000 employees and i've got zero fatalities and zero serious cases because of the work that i've done to make sure that my employees are protected you know and i've got this this Guy from Alameda telling me, mm, no, we're really not sure if you know how to do this or or we're not confident in the safety level or whatever. And I'm going, "Well, wait a minute, I've been doing this for two months now in these horrible conditions and I've got zero fatalities and zero over 15,000 pieces. I mean, you got to figure that's a little frustrating.
0: Fine Lab has a line of protective coatings that were engineered to protect your Tesla's paint, leather, carpet, plastic, and wheels, effectively blocking all those UV rays and environmental factors before they ever get to ruin your brand new baby fine lab offers a complete line of car care products and ceramic coatings for both the do-it-yourselfer and professional detailers did we mention we also have the world's first self-healing coating check us out at finelab.com that's spelled f-e-y-n-l-a-b to see the science behind the self-healing check out our product catalog and click contact us for a free quote from a certified installer in your area fine lab and tesla we were meant for each other it's upsetting him, which also brings me to the second point, and I think this is the part we need to talk about it because Elon said this is the last straw. Effective yeah. immediately, we are moving our <clears throat> design and headquarters um, to either Nevada or Texas. So, I understand he's frustrated, but when you say something like that,
3: that's a pretty serious I- throwdown.
0: That's, I, I I don't think that's, I don't think that is, um. How can, how can I word this? I don't think that is a spur of the moment decision. Now, the reason I say that is, and I wrote an article, a little blog post on the, uh, on my, on our forum, <clears throat> on my thoughts about this, because it, when you look at Elon, we all know Elon's the kind of guy who thinks five, six years down the future. I mean, he's not always about today he doesn't make rash decisions i mean he will make rash decisions but something of this caliber i don't think is i is is just drop of the hat this is something i think that's been brewing for some time now the reason i say that is and and i am speculating a little bit here but it's it's educated speculation now the reason i say that is because if you look at tesla's history the reason that they're in california wasn't necessarily by choice it's chance right they started in california because that's where the two founders really were but when they first started making the roadster they just basically was uh, they were leasing an old ford dealership to do final assembly i mean the cars were made you know, in England, and they were just doing battery pack and drivetrain installations there. But during the Model S development, they were looking at buying land because they knew they had to make a factory. They were looking in Arizona. They weren't married to California at the time. They were going to go to Arizona. Elon has said many times in the last few years, Tesla's headquarters in Palo Alto are too small. They need to move. They need to go somewhere else. And then he starts dropping hints like, oh, we're, uh, we're going to hold battery day maybe in Texas. I'm spending a lot of time in Texas. I'm selling my houses in California.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, battery, you know, Did I say battery day? Yeah, battery yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at building a factory maybe in Texas. I think the writing's on the wall. This has been something that's been in the works for quite some time, and this was just literally the last straw, and is to say, you know what, that's it. We, we've got to get out of California. Um, you have to remember, when they bought the Fremont factory, that was almost handed to them on a silver platter because of their association with, with Toyota at the time when they were making the drivetrains for the RAV4. They didn't have the money. That that factory was valued on the books at about $2 billion. They bought it for forty two. 42 million dollars they bought that factory for. now they spend about 450, 460 million dollars with a DOE loan uh, you know to refurbish it and you know get it ready for Model S and they've since invested a lot of money there, but that factory's paid off. It doesn't owe them anything necessarily, uh, at least from a land standpoint and stuff. They still have you know capital cost to pay off over the next few years and stuff. But anyways, the bottom line here is my speculation is he's so mad now that he's really going to make this decision. I have a feeling. I don't know, and like I said, it's just a gut thing that this battery day may coincide, if all things work well, with a possible announcement of the Gigafactory in Texas being built. Let's just call it Austin, for example. However, the only fly in the ointment here is we all know uh, Texas doesn't allow Tesla to sell their cars direct. <laughs> and to me, Elon's a smart guy; he would be hanging that over as a carrot, saying, oh, "You got to change your yeah. legislation." I, uh... Right? I bet before we all they can anything. agree
2: that, that Texas has got to play ball there before Elon's going to build anything in Texas.
0: Exactly. So my thinking is that this is where they really want to be. Texas has, I mean, it's way, way cheaper cost of living, especially if the employees want to move over there. Uh, they can get land cheaper. If they build this factory as big, if not bigger than what they're doing in Berlin, have you guys seen the pictures of how mm-hmm. big Berlin is? It's massive. It's, it's way bigger than Fremont. So I'm just going to speculate here. If they do end up building something that size in California, in in Texas, that will handle not only Cybertruck, but S, X, 3, Y, anything else they want. Let's say they make it big enough. When that is all up and running, I could potentially see Tesla eventually selling Fremont and saying, that's it. We're done. We're out of California. I hate everything about this story. <laughs> I hate everything. Let's talk yeah. about this story. <laughs>
4: Uh,
1: I think right. he's
0: so mad with California. He just, he just, he can't do it overnight, but I'm just, this is the right? way I see it. Yes, mm-hmm. so of course yeah. there is.
1: So here, here are, here are the two
0: flip sides. Oh, uh, hold on, Eric. One more yeah, thing. I have to make a point and it just popped in my head. Mm-hmm. It's no secret. Tesla has struggled with paint ever since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, it, the quality of the paint that they use, BASF, is excellent but they're hampered by California laws in the application process. Their paint is thin. Any detailer that measures the paint will tell you that. The paint is thin, it's not as hard as everybody else. These are California laws. Now, Elon doesn't talk about this very much, but I can bet you that the paint problems that they've had really eats at him. So if he could get out from underneath some of those those laws, which I don't have a problem with, with California wanting to have very strict environmental laws, that's fine. With car manufacturing, you need to get decent paint. And if it's going to hamper your process, uh, you know, we end up with cars with inferior paint. And let's face it, Tesla cars are great, but the paint could be a lot better. Yep. So anyways, you a I lot just had to say that.
2: that. It, yeah, because They've said that this factory that's going to get built is ostensibly is Cybertruck only, right? So if they say there's a paint factory there, then the writing's on the wall. Exactly. Oh, good point. Mm-hmm. But Eric, you you you'd started
3: there. Well, remember, it yeah, could go be in phases,
0: it, okay. right? Well, remember, it could be in phases, yeah. right? They could build mm-hmm. Cybertruck phase one, and then they yeah. go... Because they can't just build a whole factory, equip it, and flip the switch, and we're done. This, this is a multi... No, but
3: multi- it's a, DJ's got a fantastic point. The minute something there says paint, that's going to be the giant flag, like, hello? Yeah, good point. Okay, Eric, go ahead. All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. If, Where's if, Raj? I need, I, need, I need, like... I need. All right, a second here. All right, so... When I, when I first heard of uh, of his tweet saying that, the sort of like, t- you know, washing his hands with California, um, a few thoughts immediately prompted head at the time. The first is that's almost a big F you to all the Fremont employees and all the California residents and all the Tesla owners in California who made Tesla what they are today, right? It's not, it's not, I understand that he's looking forward a little bit, but that's this massive big F you to everyone who made Tesla what it is today, right? Yeah, that's not you how you in, announce that, right? You you don't just in a in a haphazard tweet because you're aggravated, going, you know what? I, I'm done with this. I'm sick of this. Like the 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 joke I made amongst our group is as if it's a father telling his kids, um, "I'm leaving your mom for that other mom," um, and the kids are like, "But you guys never fight. I don't understand. What's the problem?" Right. So it's just, it's just weird (laughs) place that we're in where he's like, you know what? I'm going to see you. And when I'm didn't see you, I'm just going to pack my bags and leave. Okay. See ya. It's just, it's weird. Um, because to me, like Trevor mentioned, some of the employees are going to move. I'm sorry. If I live in California and I have a family in Fremont or somewhere in the area where I can actually go to work in Fremont, I'm not supposed to go. So Elon's moving. I got to go too. like, are you kidding me? Most of those thousands upon thousands of employees are not going anywhere. So now all of a sudden you're taking those workers and you're putting them out of work like that. And all of the different entities that rely on that income, all of the different businesses that rely on the revenue streams that come in from there, you're taking all of that away to go to the go big or go home state of Texas, right? Um, or wherever he may decide to go elsewhere. Um, there's also the proximity factor of having, you know, the, the factory in Nevada, being, you know, of a, a, a matter of an hour's drive or so away from where they are in Fremont, so that's the second thing is that tying connection of having them be close together. The third thing is why well, I understand he's sort of sick and tired of California. California, by and large, with the way that they operate, is what made Tesla what they are today. I'm sorry, that's just a fact. If, yeah, if you if st- you if you started Tesla in yeah, Nevada, sure. if you started in Texas, hell, had he been in Arizona from the outset, there's no way. They would be what they are today. It would take them another decade at least to become the monstrosity that they are. It is such a naive comment to make, just kind of tossing, you know, salt to the wind, to be like, eh, you know what? We're just we're just gonna up and go. Because the other thing I will tell you this: you have no guarantees that you move into Texas is gonna be an improvement over what you have in California. There's right. no guarantees. And I can tell you that even if even if Texas kind of you know dangles the carrot and says, if you come here, we'll, you know, we'll allow your, you know, direct sales here in Texas. You think cars don't get the Texas anyway? Really? I'm sorry, Texans. If you want to get a Tesla, you don't have to buy it from freaking Texas. Is it convenient to be able to buy it like right down the street in Austin, San Antonio, Dallas, et cetera. Of course it is. Of course it is. I'm not going to deny that, but there's not a state in this country that I can't get a Tesla somehow. Right. Um, sure. so I, I just looked at it that you're essentially going to be hurting the economy. Uh, in a county that relies so much heavily on what that is that you do there, um, and then your your entire business model may have to change in terms of production. Yeah, I mean, you can b- certainly build whatever you want in Texas. I mean, Texas is happy to build things. I mean, look at their football sitting with the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, if it's it's the biggest freaking thing in the world, right? Like you think they play soccer there? No, they don't. Um, the screens are bigger <laughs> than my house. That's just how big the damn thing is. Um, but no, I I, I I I there is there's. There's just nothing good, I think, that comes of this decision. And maybe, maybe, you know, you're right, Ian, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, Trevor. Like, maybe there's, there's, is sort of the writing's been on the wall for a long time. But like, you're using this time now yeah, in this bad. crisis to make that announcement? So juvenile. Like, come on, dude. Like, now <laughs> you got people who are worried about not only getting sick, but now going, am I out of work in six months? I don't understand
0: stupid yeah. Yeah. well i want to make sure that the uh, you know that viewers and listeners understand that i'm not trying to make light of the the the, the logistics of sure. this and 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 the personal aspect of this of people moving and stuff i was just looking like ruby re- re- reading between the lines and looking at past history and in light of the comments and what they are looking at doing to say that this is kind of like okay long term i think this is what their plan is is to exit california that's all i'm saying
1: no and and i and i and that's i'm I'm glad you said that but i at the same time i feel like it's he's he's so focused on his narcissism is killing it like you you you, if you if he had waited some time and said you know we're we we've had plans to maybe leave california we think the time is right because we see our growth potential we feel like the factory in fremont we've sort of outgrown it and we now have to go into a bigger house if you would made it that way but he made it now like i'm sick of this i'm done with it we're gone like, that negativity made it
4: so much worse. Yeah,
0: Fremont's so, a mess. If anybody's ever visited the Fremont factory, you know it's a mess. It's yeah. not designed for them and stuff. I mean, it is what it is. Well, anyway, yeah, Raj, Raj, I want you to chime in here because you've had technical <laughs> difficulties Raj, man, all yeah. night.
4: <laughs> all night. So if you guys are tuning into the video, you would have seen me appear, disappear, not hear my voice. So before I get magically cut off somehow, I, I think i figured <laughs> it fine. out now. Go, Raj, um, go. uh no it's i i I think it's really hard to pick one side here and i think you know everyone here because i was able to hear all of you guys during my outage um everyone had good and valid points uh my thoughts are are this and i've been trying to assemble them in my head um number one the way that it was it it was gone about was very very wrong um i I completely agree on that I, i think that you know um, looking at a couple things, let's take for example the other auto manufacturers that are up and running. Fine, you know, okay, they're up and running. Is that unfair to Tesla? Sure. Uh, is the governor saying one thing and then the our local, um, you know, Alameda County saying another? Yes. Does that have to be blasted on Twitter? Uh, probably not, right? That could have been a phone call, uh, pick up, have a, a conversation. These are people who are, you know, whether you know, Elon thinks of it differently. These are people who have treated Tesla, you know, very special, you know, like that is a huge company here in Fremont with a ton of jobs. You know, Fremont has given them a lot of leeway, a lot of, you know, um, I mean, and I don't know all the tidbits of it, right? I could be completely wrong, but any business, the city is going to treat you a different way right than a, a normal citizen you are bringing jobs you are this is turning into a cat fest um
2: <laughs> now mine jumped up but i didn't go get him
4: yeah. this is,
1: this is, this is cats right now spectacular <laughs> i was i was feeling
3: left out i'm sorry i hope i'm not interrupting raj it's okay no, this guy no. just
0: demanded my attention tonight look at him the um just, what he weird. does
4: uh, i mean I, I just i i think that uh I think that we did we did go completely kind of haywire in in the way that we the way that and I say we because I am in Fremont. And so I feel like I'm part of this, um, That the way we handled it, I mean, there was no need for, you know, calling out, you know, people specifically who's causing what. It's a simple phone call. Pick up the phone. Let's discuss the matter. Let's talk about what's going on. And then granted that they did a great job in China. Right. And that, uh, you know, all right, great, we can take yeah, China and we could say, hey, look, we did this in yeah, China and we could do this in Fremont. Yes, no one's doubting that, but at the same time, China outside of Fremont was doing things that are far beyond what the United States is even doing, right, right. there was a video that just surfaced on um, what what, chi- uh, what it would be like when your kids go back to school and it was clearly in China. I mean, they were going through this spray measure, their, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, their backpacks were getting sprayed, we would never do that and so just mm. that alone tells you that china is several leaps and bounds ahead of us and so sometimes if we have to take extra precautions then we have to take extra precautions i think you know eric brought this up is that you know like just do what you got to do but we got to be safe about this and if if the assemblyman or whoever is in charge of uh, of alameda county is choosing to do things a little bit differently let's have a civil educated conversation about it before just Yelling and screaming and kicking like a child. Granted, I have a lot of respect for you, Elon, but sometimes it's just like, let's let's just be a little bit more mature about how we handle things. And I'm sure we could have still fired up the factory on Monday if we sat down and had a boardroom discussion. I don't know. No,
0: that's, well, as I said, that's you know, the take. moment you sue, it just slows yeah, everything down. Yeah, the suing part crowd.
4: just really I, – I, That did not have
1: to be. It's just, it's in poor taste, right? Like his newborn baby, Alpha Centauri, would have had at least some better management of this entire thing. I mean.
4: X. Ash. Alpha Centauri. Oh wait, one more thing. One more thing about the whole Texas part is, I have a hard time believing that we would leave where, you know, we started, where we have the most support. Granted, so you know, not no offense to anybody anywhere that's rocking Teslas, but this is California is where the most EVs are. It's where the biggest mm-hmm. you know uh tax rebates started. It, it's it's where it all birthed and began. And just I mean, we as Californians would take a little bit of offense to see him throw up the deuces and go to Texas. And I highly right. doubt, with as great of a deal as you got on that factory, that you would just give it up so i would believe that the factory would still continue to evolve and maybe their headquarters or maybe where elon wanted to sleep at night would be in texas uh, so yeah to, i mean like the factory the, um the the
2: factory is an interesting bit because part of why tesla got that factory so cheap is because it couldn't be sold to other businesses so tesla would be right back in the same spot as the, as. Toyota and company were when they sold it to Texas. There's mm-hmm. no way they're gonna get the money on that factory uh, that they have no. put into it. Not even close. Right. Um, so I think probably the high likelihood, even before all this blew up, because let's let's face it, you know, they to produce Cybertruck, they're gonna need another factory, no matter what. Right. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And and so I th- I thought what was gonna happen anyhow before this all blew up was. going to build a new factory somewhere i thought that model y and model three were also going to be produced at that new factory as well uh i figured that probably s and x would stay legacy and stay in fremont and forever be produced at fremont for the rest of eternity um because to to the point of i forget who it was that mentioned it but i think it was you trev like fremont's setup if you looked at the investor letter where they showed the path of a car through Fremont versus the path of a car through Gigafactory Shanghai. Like I I got to think that every engineer at Tesla cannot wait to have their own factory that they have planned from the get go so that that mess is actually so much more efficient and it's gonna drive efficiency in the cars too and reduce the cost of the cars because you don't have all that extra complexity going all over the place in that factory
0: it it is something that i mentioned in my in my um in my little uh, blog post that i did is the fact that fremont is actually an impediment to tesla being more efficient now because they've run out of room it's it's just it's a hodgepodge mess since the 60s um i mean all you have to do is look at the shanghai factory and how it's built i mean ideally the best production line you could actually have is a straight line Um, So, you know, if you look at Shanghai, the way they built that, I mean, that's ideal for them. And they're just going to keep iterating on that. I'm sure Berlin will have its own improvements and whatever other ones that they're going to build in North America are going to have other improvements as well. So, you uh, know, know. those things came out of fruition because
1: you had Fremont already was a structure. You had to work within its boundaries. When you have the freedom to start from the ground up to build your own factory, you're going to build it based on the things you learn from your very first one. That's just the way that it's been. So, I mean, DJ's right. Like, you're going to keep making it better as you... You go with every new factory you build. But at the same time, Fremont exists for a reason because the progressive nature of California, which was like pleading and begging, we need to get our smog numbers down. Our pollution is terrible. We're killing our residents. That's why they're there. Like, nobody wanted to go in California because all these other automakers were like, we're going to go to very friendly states that really support automakers. Uh, they had all the bailouts and all that sort of stuff. And California's like, hi. We're the fifth largest economy in the world. We'll take care of over here. And hello, they electric vehicles. If it had not, like, if, it, if Tesla was just any other automaker and they were in California, they wouldn't be big at all. They'd be just like, oh, there's no one. They, they would be what Kia was at the outset of Kia in their first year, right? They just would be like, eh, another drop in the bucket. But because they're an electric vehicle automaker and they're changing everything about the way they're going to look at the market and they're focusing on energy and all these different resources they have. California was the best state to do that. To so just now to blindly abandon them is, you know.
0: <sighs> so speaking of which, it it brings up an uh, it brings up a point that I thought we might want to spend a couple of minutes on. Um, what do you think this? I mean, obviously, when things are furloughed and people are losing jobs and stuff, what's the first thing that they stop doing? Buying cars, right? Um, Tesla seems to be the only manufacturer of cars in North America that seems to be in a very good position footing-wise to be able to ride this out and actually come out looking really great. I mean, if you look at Ford, for example, they just posted a $2 billion loss. And mm-hmm. going into the second and third quarter, they're expected to be hitting at least $5, $5 billion worth of losses. So, and, and Ford has canceled their association with, with Rivian. Rivian. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, these manufacturers now are now cutting back R&D. They're cutting back expenses, they're cutting back programs, and Tesla's investing in more. So, I don't know, at the end of the day, when Tesla comes out looking really great at the end of the day, in a year or two, whatever, let's call it, you know, wait till a vaccine comes out, whatever, and and things start picking up again, when people are looking at buying an EV, what are they going to (laughs) buy? It's a Tesla because it's the only thing out there that's really worth buying, And it's the only company that has multiple models ready to go. I mean, the COVID thing has certainly slowed down, I think, in some some cases uh, or some uh, plans for the Cybertruck, only because they need to build a factory. But, I mean, that car is going to sell like crazy in the pickup market, I think, for a lot of people that really want that type of thing. I mean, looks aside, that's a discussion (laughs) for another (laughs) day. (laughs) Poor Mark. (laughs) Poor Mark Ben. Anyways.
3: (laughs) Well, (laughs) sorry, not Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> Building on that, Trev, have a look at what's happening in China. I mean, their new car sales are going down through the floor right now. I mean, they're dropping dramatically, like serious double digits. Tesla numbers Tesla. on the other hand, yeah. rocket ride to the top, baby. Exactly. Well, in so,
1: fairness, they're also one of the few companies who have a waiting list. Right. Well, that, but,
3: but why is that waiting list there? Obviously, there's people going, take my money, damn it. I mean, no, that's but, kinda, but even, well, but even
1: before this all happened, like, I mean, in, in all fairness, like, if they're able to deliver cars now because the backlog and, and China has sort of now been moved up forward since they've reopened it, I mean, yeah, they're producing these cars and they're going to now deliver and, of course, you can sell it. But the money isn't materialized until the actual signatures on the, on the dog's line. True. So, but ideally, everyone, I mean, listen, Cybertruck. Reservation holders, uh, you know, the semi, like there's all these companies and all these individuals who've invested money in Tesla and, like, i you have my deposits, you've got my stuff, I'm, I am waiting for this car. And maybe they're waiting longer for delivery because the car they actually have, the VIN that we're signed, mm-hmm. is actually still technically stuck in Fremont somewhere. But yeah, like once those cars start delivering one by one by one, the cash flow is going to come flying in. But the, the people are just clamoring already waiting, like, hey, I've been waiting now nine months, I'm going to have to wait in a few more weeks. But the money is already there in waiting. They already have it
0: reserved <laughs> waiting to, get, to hand it over to Tesla. But they're the not I look spending at Tesla, on anything else. Yeah, but the way I look at Tesla is they have unlimited potential to grow. Yeah. Because there's just so many market segments that they get into.
2: So I would disagree a little bit on that. Uh, and from somebody that's going to be furloughed for a couple of weeks. So personally, um, because I don't know if I'm going to be furloughed more after that, you know, our family at least is taking a very wait and see, like anytime we have extra money, it's getting socked away Mm -hmm. just because we don't, you know, fortunately for me, my furlough, my company really is putting a value on uh, being able to draw down accrual balances for paid time off. So we were allowed to use our paid time off for that. Um, But um, I'm actually going to go into the negative for my paid time off. So at that point, Mm. you know, I need to have that war chest, right? And I got to imagine, you know, there are a lot of other folks out there, that are like, "Hey, that hundred dollar fully refundable deposit that I put down on that cyber truck, that's out the window in in this type type of time." So even though they got the reservation down, mm, that that might not hold.
0: Well, I'm just glad that it's only a hundred bucks rather than say, yeah. you know, twenty five hundred or five thousand, right? Or, yeah, or whatever the case may be. You know? Yeah. So, well, we'll have to wait and see what happens, but uh, yeah certainly interesting times um any closing thoughts before we get into questions because we've only got about uh you know five or six whatever i think that are uh interesting to talk about you know
1: i genuinely just want to know how you guys are doing i'm bored
0: (laughs) (laughs) i i miss going to the
3: office i miss my crew at the office terribly they're like and family i absolutely love that gang um thankfully none of them listen to the podcast so they won't hear me blubbering about them because i don't obviously to their face who does that (laughs) but i really miss them terribly yeah no that's been tough
0: yeah i think that's the number one thing i miss uh, hanging out with people and stuff i know i was just talking to my wife i mean going to a nice sit-down restaurant would be nice yeah Yeah. well any Uh, restaurant
2: I I told you guys before, before the show, you know, with, with, for me, I've got two, two children in school that I'm having to homeschool. You know, my, their teachers are developing a lesson plan that I'm having to execute and working while trying to do that is tough. And then on top Mm -hmm. of that, you know, those you know, that's, my kids are kind of who I feel the worst for because they can't go see any of their friends right now. And we can't go out to dinner and we can't go out to a movie. We can't do anything um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it's fortunately, um, my, uh, they got to stay with their grandparents for a week during this. Um, my, my, my parents are the social distancing champions of the world, uh, since 1995. <laughs> um, so, and they won't hear this either so I can say what I want about them. Um, so we weren't too concerned about them possibly passing to my kids and conversely, my kids haven't been anywhere, so we weren't too concerned about my kids passing to them other than my wife working in an ER. So after, you know, being about five, six weeks of this, we felt pretty good about that and let them go ahead and hang out there. And it, it gave us a sanity break because man, it was, it was getting a little contentious in the household that everybody mm-hmm. needed that break. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I Had finally I, saw my son after about two months. Uh, he's excited to go to college. He's supposed to start college, but it looks like uh, that may not happen this year. We might have to skip a year.
4: Another year. It's it's overall just extremely hard. Uh I think from from my standpoint, um, it's just, you know, with a with a two and a half year old and then I'm working, my wife's working. So every 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 evening it's like, Hey, what's your what's your tomorrow look like? What what meetings do you have? What calls do you have? And then I'm on a call, then she's watching the kid. If she's on a call, I'm watching the kid. Mm -hmm. Now when they, when we're both on calls, it's just forget about it. You know, now you got, I mean, today I was, luckily I was on a call where they understood and I was just like, All right, hang on one second. Let me just put on a movie for her <laughs> and let come back to the call. My daughter has just...
2: joined so many conference calls with me and she's a six month <laughs> old. Um, so I feel that pain too. Yeah.
1: Well, I, uh, I just want to say, I want to give a shout out to teachers everywhere. My girlfriend is a teacher and I, I was a former teacher myself. <laughs> I, I have a lot of friends who have at least one or two children and you hear almost the same response like the two of you do with your young kids, which is, I want to already go on vacation. I've been doing this for six hours, right? Like it's just one of those exhaustive measures of trying to educate your kids or at least keep them occupied enough while all at the same time balancing your work life and your and your love life with your spouses and your significant others. And that's a hard thing to do but now i teachers doing this with 15 20 40 kids in some cases. My largest class was 44 students in a high school class. Whoa. Um right. i mean, that's Florida for you. We we have we had like a cl- <laughs> we we passed a law years ago to like limit class sizes and <laughs> That didn't matter. It was a mere suggestion. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so I, I can tell you that um, teachers everywhere are, you know, even now with virtual, there's a lot of concerns. A lot of people are saying, like, we've, we're seeing colleges now saying, yeah, the fall semester is going to be virtual. Like, they're just blankly saying it now, already planning that. So I, I will say the the I think the hardest thing for many of us, myself included, is I try not to follow the news religiously as much anymore. I'm really not on Twitter. I'm not on Facebook. I'm trying to avoid all social media just because there's gonna be two reactions. One, I'll find something funny and I'll laugh at it. But around that little snippet of humor, it's just a pile of shit, right? It's just a whole lot of things that I'm like, it's just a lot to bear. And I can't imagine for even a second what it must be like for a young parent to have a child at home, who normally would wake up six o'clock in the morning, get dressed, get on the school bus, go be with their friends for the day, come home at three, four in the afternoon. How was your day? Let's do your homework. Let's do your plate thing. Let's do your reading, whatever it is, and then brush your teeth, go to bed, and then we'll repeat tomorrow. No, every day is a Saturday. So, but now at the same time, I have to be the person to help you do your homework and make sure you're sitting down for your reading and everything else. Um, so it's and and then to DJ and his wife, like to be in those professions, that has to be a nerve-wracking thing where you might go and not know. Am I going to be fertile today? Am I going to be sick today? I mean, there's just, you're, you know, and, and seeing everyone else sort of have that same euphoric experience um, or or trauma. So it's, it's, we're all, we're all feeling it. Um, I'm someone who's sort of better suited for being at home all the time. I like, I've been working from home a lot in the jobs I've had over the years. Uh, thankfully in technology, I can work remote quite a bit. Um, That's the dirty am- secret of IT. Yeah, well, you know, and I'll tell you, DJ, I'm I'm of the mindset where I am a I'm a social introvert. I I'm an, I love being around friends and my family and being out and doing fun stuff. But I am equally comfortable being at home by myself. But I like but I like having a balance. Right now, mm-hmm. it's just like you don't 90, have any choice
2: now. Yeah, right,
1: right now there's no choice. Um, so it's it's hard. But I I, I like to ask this question of my guys every show, uh, just because I want to make sure we're all because you know it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay to let someone know that, yeah, you know what? Right now I'm having a rough day today. Tomorrow hopefully will be a better one. I think talking about it, acknowledging it, and talking about it is always good. So um, just a quick PSA, if you're out there and you do need help, um, there are resources available for you. Um, I, think it's, I, forgot, I think it's NMLA or so. There's some organization that you can kind of contact um, if you need help or someone to talk to uh, if you're feeling stressed out. So so just reach out to people.
0: That's all. Cool. Well, we certainly hope that all of our viewers and listeners are doing well as well. I mean, we'd love to hear from everybody, but uh, yeah, we can't always do that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think it's time. Uh, we've been talking for just over an hour now, so it's time to uh, get in. We only have a, a handful of questions this week. I guess people are, um, don't have quite as many questions here. Um, let me see here. The first question comes from Suri. He says, uh, do you guys think about the possibility of Texas moving or te- Tesla moving to Texas? Could the car dealership laws um change to allow tesla to sell to texas and yes we referred to that earlier in the show there today that is definitely a carrot that uh, they would want to hold over i mean the tesla's uh, texas legislature only uh meets every two years so tesla only has a chance every two years to go in there and just rattle some cages and stuff them so hopefully um i don't know is, is this year one of the years they're supposed to meet i forget now i have to double check But, uh, yeah, it would be nice if it just kind of coincided. They could, you know, finally put that thing to bed and then announce um, some kind of factory. He did say that he was hoping to announce a factory probably within the next month, but maybe three, definitely six. One month, maybe three months, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, six months, definitely. (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's see here. Next question comes from Dave. He says, if FSD is purchased, does it stay with the car when it's sold? Supposed to. Well, it's supposed to you're buying a feature. You're buying an option (laughs) on the car. It's a feature of the car, not you. It doesn't stay with your account. I know a lot of people mind you
1: autopilot for a lot of cars was taken off once it transferred hands.
2: Yes. So if it goes back to Tesla, Tesla does whatever they want to it at that point, which I think is completely within their right to do that. But if it's a private sale,
0: it stays with the car. Remember early Model S's 40 kilowatt hour battery packs were actually 60s. They were software locked when Tesla took them in on trades or whatever. They unlocked them. Mm-hmm. So more Tesla money. Can, yeah, Tesla can do what they want. All right. Uh, let's see here. Next question comes from Aurelio. This one might be for uh, Ian. He says, is there any special tires uh, that fit on Tesla's or do any wheel work?
1: How much time do you have, Ian? <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs>
3: Well, that, that answer can be very short or very long, but yeah. let's let's try and, and split the difference. Um, depends, first of all, which Tesla we're talking about. The S and the X are a little bit harder because they have a slightly more unusual bolt pattern and they're heavy, so they need some fairly high load rated wheels. Um, if we talk about Model 3 and to some extent Model Y, they have a super common bolt pattern and they're not too bad. Uh, Model 3 is really the easiest to fit. It doesn't have any really crazy weight requirements. It's got a very normal offset. So a lot of off-the-shelf aftermarket wheels work on the car correctly. Um, The Model Y does have a a much higher load requirement, so you got to watch the load rating of the wheel. Um, That applies to all of the standard versions of the car. If we talk about the Performance Model 3, that is its own bananas thing with this crazy stepped mm. hub. And I won't even get into that. We we mm-hmm. talk about it in the video that we did when I got my car that Trev came down and filmed when we, we tried to go for the 0-60 to 60 run. And I show exactly what's weird about it. And you need wheels that are machined like the original Tesla wheel that either have a little relief in the back for the step or you need special spacers or centering rings that can adapt for that. So if you have a Performance Model 3, very few wheels off the shelf will work. You need a special solution. Standard motor 3, lots of stuff works. Y, not too bad. S and X, be very, very careful. You need wheels that are really specially engineered for them would be about as brief as I could make
0: that. <laughs> Please check our forum teslaownersonline.com down at the bottom we have vendors and sponsors uh, get your wheels t sport line unplug performance just the name three of them that sell uh, tesla specific wheels for whatever car that you want so I would
4: add to some
2: that for sure, for sure definitely make sure you're getting a wheel that's meant for an EV um because otherwise that range hit that you're going to take on that possibly could be rough Oh, yeah, it's a whole other category, I think. I mean, we,
3: if we talk about the aerodynamic advantages like the Tesla the Aero Cap, you know, uh, we developed our fast EV to replicate that result. And it, yeah, exactly to DJ's point, it makes a big difference. You could lose 5% of your range if you're comparing it to the Aero Cap if you put just any old standard alloy on there. So that's something else to think about for sure.
0: I will mention the zero G wheels. Um, I haven't really noticed any difference between those and the OEMs. I mean, the, the one pound difference. Uh, aerodynamics no, but haven't you, noticed haven't noticed anything really
3: but just to point out Trev has a performance car that's got you know the stilettos which is not a super aerodynamic wheel to begin with so you shouldn't notice a big difference there but I'm mm-hmm. talking for anybody who's got an aero wheel on a Model 3 if you change it for anything else well it's the same as if you take your arrow cap off right all of a sudden you got a plane yep. Why spoke wheel under there? So yeah, it, it definitely makes a difference.
2: Okay. I saw more than a few people complaining that, that when they, you know, the referral program winners, they got those zero Gs and threw them on there, and they're like, "Holy crap, what happened to my range?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kyle did one uh, from Out of Spec Motoring. There, he he got the reels and put it on his car and did a, a much longer test than I did. And he says, "Yeah, they're pretty thirsty, but <laughs> really no different than the 20-inch OEM stilettos yep. that come with the car." So
3: yeah, it'd be the same if you take any 18 off with the aero cap and throw on any performance, you know wheel and tire in 20 inch you're, you're gonna for sure you're gonna see it they, they, they sure look nice though
2: oh they're beautiful just <laughs> <Gorgeous. laughs>
0: <laughs> all right next question comes from Jimmy. says if i purchase aftermarket wheels and get a flat tire is tesla service uh going to respond and replace it with one of theirs
3: Yeah, that one. As a matter of fact, I've seen people run across this and what seems to happen is they will make you sign a waiver before they perform any service in the car. As a matter of fact, if you go into the dealership with any aftermarket wheel on your car for any kind of service that requires them to remove the wheel. So whether it's mobile service, whether it's being done at a service center, they will have you sign a waiver saying they're not responsible for any damage because they have to, you know, protect themselves. There's obviously some crazy aftermarket setups with all sorts of goofy, you know, called uh, CYA, right? Yeah, exactly. Different types of lug nuts and things. And they can get, you know, so I I sort of understand why they do that. But just uh, by the same token, keep your eye and make sure that they don't go at it with the six foot, you know, bar and do all sorts of (laughs) Mm -hmm. not, not that, you know, I I think for the most part, uh, Tesla is exceptional with their service procedures. They're very, very careful, but just they will make you sign a waiver, be aware. But I don't see any reason why they wouldn't be able to give you the loaner one uh, to get the car going.
0: All right. Uh, let's see here next question comes from Raphael it says given reports of USB-C and wireless charging in the new Chinese Model 3s could both features make their way stateside well we kind of talked about that early in the show uh, I think it's just a matter of time as yeah, to yeah. when that will happen it makes Inevitable. total sense for Tesla to do that absolutely just USB-C as master said, race yeah, USB-C is awesome <laughs> Yeah. All now, right, if, uh, only,
2: if only these guys could could get on board now <laughs> uh,
0: yeah I know yeah, I know. Just, yeah exactly <laughs> We'll see. I'm waiting for the new iPhone. Uh, if the rumors are true, it's looking like a pretty solid upgrade for me this year. Anyways, uh, next question comes from Tim. I've read several other. I've read about several other owners of Model Threes reporting they have had their hardware three upgraded completed by mobile service. Is this now possible? Um, really? I'm not. I'm not aware of that. Uh, I
2: did see a Twitter report for what it's worth of a couple of people saying that they got it done in their driveway. Um, yeah. I know early on that was a service center and sometimes a multiple day situation, but I've That's seen true. more than a couple of reports myself that yep, it's they people got it done in the driveway. They so.
0: probably have a procedure now because early on because you know compared to the S and the X doing the hardware upgrade because it's not a liquid cooled the autopilot computer is not liquid cooled. There's potential spillage and stuff. So maybe they have developed some kind of procedure now. So I don't the know. Other, ask, service, ask Tesla Service. See what
4: they say. Yeah. The other big thing that I heard is that now what they're doing is they're uh, preloading the software yep. uh, on the that computer was, uh, so that now you don't have to that download it. That was a big, yeah. so now that was a big time sink
0: for them. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but
4: I think it just depends on the service center. All
0: right. Well, here's something interesting, uh, completely off topic. Jack, he says, which YouTube channels other than your own are amongst your favorites? Oh,
1: man, I got so many. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so- I, I am. I am. All right. I, uh, I like geeking out and stuff. So the, the entire family of Vsauce channels are awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Numberphile is up there because I'm a math geek. Um the uh nfl uh throwback channel which is great I like watching all the uh, nfl highlights um gosh what else uh I-, I i banned this guy named raj uh i can't stand <laughs> I- <laughs> i'm kidding of course i'm kidding of course i just block him um no but <laughs> um is there anything else like that um no you know to me it's more just if it's anything either educational science-based like ted talks are always also really good to watch um but yeah any anything that's uh informative and fun oh and uh, also the entire family of dftba so sideshow um uh uh, i can't think of the other ones but yeah all of the the hank and john green stuff is also the vlog brothers that sort of thing is also it's also Mm -hmm. my jam how about you ian
3: um you know i've never been a huge youtube consumer i guess that's just because i'm the old fogey here on the show you know it's just it's not my first go-to it's like i still actually have cable that i pay for i know it's, it's what like stranger. Betamax? yeah wait what i got one i got two of those actually cable but, cutter know, for uh, cable? Look on that background cable. is there any tapes
2: back there yeah
3: oh i got a whole wall of vhs's over there no lie his back has got tape on it there you go oh, <laughs> that too. but you uh, rock- yeah oh, the two sorry. that i've been watching a lot of lately well first of all Shout out to all of my friends who have amazing Tesla YouTube channels. Like we have our man Raj right here in our presence, who has a fantastic channel. We have uh, Mr. Bodner, Tesla Unity, uh, Tesla Tino. I mean, there's so many good Tesla channels out there now. It's it's hard to know what to watch anymore. Um, but two that I've kind of been binging on lately, just because I, I have a little extra time at home, is uh, Jay Leno's Garage, which I absolutely adore.
0: Adore. We should be seeing the Cybertruck one pretty soon, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. On about it's the twentieth.
2: It's season out. premiere was May twentieth, I thought, but they didn't say when Cybertruck. Was I heard coming. it was. Yeah, I heard the, it was around the the
3: twentieth. I think there's a little teaser one already that, that's kind of circulating yeah. on that, if I'm not mistaken. Cool. But yeah, I I love Jay Leno because he is me with money. That's really all it is. <laughs> I have a lot more hair. That's all it is. Because he's and he's like, funny. It, glorious hair. Yes, he has glorious hair. <laughs> Yes, I'm very, envious of his hair. But I mean, because he gets it. Like, I mean, he loves old cars. He loves the history. He has this huge, wide-ranging taste mm. in old cars and motorcycles. And yet he understands the need to electrify and that the future is, you yeah. know, EVs. And he fully embraces it. I mean, he's had Teslas now for years. So he gets that part of it, too. So he's, he's one of my heroes, for sure. Um, and another guy that I, I just stumbled onto and I absolutely adore is Mark Felton Productions. And you would only know that name if you're a history buff. He does amazing um, video stories, uh, mostly centered around World War II, like military and aviation technology and stuff like that. I think
0: I know which one you're talking about.
3: He digs up the most crazy, insane stories. And I mean, I have like 600 military books behind me, okay, that I've read. And I mean, he pulls out new stories I've never heard of. that are just like really wild, crazy stuff. So yeah, those are the ones i am having fun with.
4: All right, Raj,
0: since you're down in that corner, how about you?
4: All right. Uh, so <laughs> while we were talking, I just brought up my YouTube because I'm like, oh, so <laughs> I'm doing yeah. the same
0: thing because I can't. Opposed
4: remember. <laughs> to Ian, I'm a huge consumer. So I've got things kind of all over the place. Um, let's see. Uh, I'll just call out some of them. So um, true uh, to, true crime daily. Uh, I'm really into like those kind of like weird, like multi-story, oh, this person and what happened and they were found dead and I don't know. It's just (laughs) one of those weird things to kind of binge on. There's a lot of things that I like to watch that just like, turn on, it doesn't need 100% brain power, but like I can work on other stuff and it's on in the background. If something catches my attention, I look up and pay attention for a little bit. That's why I watch also a bunch of garbage TV too. Um, but I also like a lot of cinematography uh, channels, um, you know, people like Peter McKinnon, uh, you know, Trev has met with uh, Maddie. Um, who, these guys have like awesome, awesome stuff. They're really good at at photo and video and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, like a lot of tech stuff, so MKBHD, you know, uh, Casey Neistat uh, with his whole style, um, you know, the First three Feast uh, channel with yeah, the Wing challenge. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, and I, I'm trying <laughs> Man, to sort through please. all the, the Tesla stuff out of there, um, but like, uh, let's see, what else do we have? Uh, Dadverb, good channel on, like, new parents. Um, he covers, like, all the latest, like, strollers and, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. A lot of tech channels. Oh, Jesse Wellington from, uh, Philadelphia. He did, he did a lot of like cinematography stuff as well. Um, but as my daughter tries to break down the door here, um, (laughs) my cat's uh... been all over
0: me tonight.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mine's taking up residence in the background. Yeah. Yeah. I see him
0: there. (laughs)
4: Crackers. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of some of the, the key call outs there.
1: Would you say you have over 100 subscriptions on YouTube? The channels you follow? Uh,
4: yes.
3: <laughs> wow! Oh my that's God! Now that's, that's some that's Eddie Ford clinic stuff, dude.
4: <laughs> so, so, so here's here's the difference. I have a a, uh, a personal login, and then it allowed me to create a brand login. So here's mm-hmm. the challenge: is that a lot of I love consuming it on the big screen, so I'll always watch it on the TV. And um, on there, it only allows you to log in with your primary YouTube subscription which is not my brand subscription but then on my on my mobile devices and everything like that i'm logged into my brand subscription so now i'm getting this mix of two subscription worlds and Uh. it's just like really messing me up and so (laughs) i've got two now most of my tesla stuff is on my subscription my brand subscription channel and it's just yeah it's a mess i need to figure out a way to to clean it up but (laughs) yeah basically people are not uploading yeah,
1: I like how like how basically that means you like you're like two identities. Like, there's there's the casual like I just woke up on Saturday with waffles in my breakfast for bed. Like, hi, I'm Raj. And then there's your, <laughs> th- th- that's one subscription list. And then the other one's like, hello ladies, my name is Raj. <laughs> <laughs> oh
4: man, well, yeah. It's- and now see how yeah. this YouTube open? I can't. I can't. We've you lost know, it. Like, We're gone, man. Well, as you like start doing it all? YouTube gets smarter and it knows what you're interested in. Oh, and so yeah. that damn discovery screen, it's like I can't even tell you what just popped up. It was just like, "Oh," and I I wanted to click on it and watch it right now. I'm like, "Dude, stop. I'm I'm in a podcast right now. Like, just leave me alone. <laughs> and discover me right now." Awesome. But yeah, it's an endless pit hole. And my wife would be me, like, Parker. "Oh, you got oh, sucked in by YouTube, didn't you?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yeah."
0: How about you, DJ? What are you watching these days? So,
4: I,
2: I'm me and Ian are uh, are kindred spirits because I watch pretty much no YouTube. Um, I, I am a podcast guy all the way. Please don't mute me again, Cracker. Um, and um, so, I'll give you a couple podcasts because. Uh, I I just am not not on the YouTubes really at all, other than for the show, and that's about it. Uh, but mm. to your point about the dual the dual uh, uh, personalities, so um, I don't follow anything with my with my brand channel. Um, that's specifically for uh, for publishing the show, and that's it. Um, and then my personal channel is the one where I where I follow everything, right? What whatever I do. So uh, actually. You probably saw me like one of your one of the uh to videos today, Trev, because I was looking yeah, at I did uh, see that comment, thank you. Uh, looking back at some of the other ones, um, and yeah, it's so my 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 podcast lineup, uh, kind of to uh to the point of being very tech heavy, um. Uh, so the two Tesla podcasts I'll, I'll call out, I'm sure most people are probably listening to these anyway, uh, Ryan's Ride the Lightning uh, oh, and the Talking Tesla podcast, uh, those are my go-tos uh, that, that I listen to um, on a daily basis, and then or sorry, weekly basis, and then whenever the Tesla show decides to actually put something out, love listening to them. Uh, But other than the Tesla stuff, you know, being an IT security geek, that's kind of what's loaded down a little bit. I've got Security Now with Steve Gibson uh, and Beers with Talos are my go tos uh, for that. And then I guess kind of the more esoteric uh, podcast I've got is a podcast called Colin's Last Stand. Uh, If you're in the video game world at all, um, Colin Moriarty is a guy that started IGN along with uh, a few folks they split off and made kind of funny. They had a little tiff and he split off on his own thing and he's been doing some really interesting stuff on his own, uh, which has been, I, have been super, super enjoying. So that, uh, that's, that's pretty much it. Oh, one last thing. Um, Mr. Uh, still doing cable. Uh, I do listen to the core killers podcast uh, with, um, um, Oh geez, I'm blanking on the host now. Oh, this is terrible. Um, Oh God. I can't, uh, Tom Merritt and Brian Brushwood. Sorry. Um, Brian Brushwood is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Tom Merritt's a former, uh, tech TV, uh, anchor, uh, Brian Brushwood. Uh, I know he's done other things, but I was not aware of him before this. So, uh, uh, definitely an awesome show for, if you like cutting the cord and knowing how to cut the cord and where to watch things and what the hardware to watch on They're they're a cool show. So that that's my list. DJ, what's your, Who's your, uh, how old is your eldest? 10 turn 10 on the fifth.
4: So are they watching YouTube? So he
2: is a little bit, he has a limited amount of YouTube that we let him watch (laughs) and he is all about Zach Scott games and all about, um, Oh geez. Uh, he's, he would be mortified if I don't Pat and Jen, that's the other one that, uh, he, that we let him watch all the time. Um, that, that's his go-to. So,
0: yep. <laughs> cool. That was interesting. Yeah, the kids. Let me see here. I guess my turn. What do I yeah, listen you're up. to? Um, well, the usual Tesla stuff that I listen to. But not... I mean, when you have your own channel, you don't spend as much time watching the other stuff because you concentrate on building your brand and stuff. But uh, let me see here. Let me see. Who, who do I watch? Um, AVE, fellow Canadian. Funny as hell. Never shows his face, but he's got the funniest sayings um real smart guy got a little uh, real thing going on uh, he builds all kinds of stuff in his house and he does uh tool reviews but funny guy funny guy uh let's see here anything by adam savage i like watching watching adam we're yeah. binge watching yeah. all of this mythbusters right now uh my yeah. kids love mythbusters yeah i love mythbusters fantastic yeah Let's see here. Um, I'm very much like Raj. I, I watch anything that Maddie or Peter do. It's just, you know, it's uh, excellent cinematography. You learn, learn a lot of little techniques and stuff. King Tut's Pro is another one that I like to watch. He has very short little snippets on how to use Final Cut Pro. Lots of really great tips yeah. in there. Always trying to up my game as far as that's concerned. Um, guilty Pleasures um i like to watch Carlin furs he's crazy <laughs> the stuff he builds uh he's a lot of fun um let me see here uh matthias wandel um fellow canadian uh just a, a brilliant guy working uh just building all kinds of stuff uh, woodworking just fantastic guy all all kinds of different things that he does uh, let me see here. What else? Um, if I want a good laugh, watch Rich Rebuilds. He's got some good stuff too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do enjoy um, me yeah. some Rich Rebuilds. Yeah, just the usual. I don't subscribe stuff like
2: to him, but I, I pick him up on his on his Twitter feed, and I'll go watch him occasionally.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's pretty funny that way. So let me see here. What else here? Oh, a couple others. Luke uh, Luke Towan, um, excellent model builder. I, I don't do models anymore, but in my teenage years I used to do models. He's an excellent builder. Um, same thing with another one called Plasmo. Plasmo is a I think he's Czechoslovakian. Oh my god. I've never seen a guy do models like this, does he is an expert at painting and weathering and stuff. His stuff looks photographic. It's amazing. I don't know. I have a bunch of other esoteric stuff that's not really worth mentioning and stuff, but that's kind of what I listen to. And then I have a monthly subscription to um to um Audible, so I usually get an audiobook of some form, whatever, and try to plow I, I through do it as best I can. I am in the Audible camp. Uh, yeah, and I find myself. I mean, myself... when I'm in my car, I listen to podcasts and audiobooks. That's pretty much it. Never the yep. radio. Uh, Spotify once in a while. I can't stand we, the radio; it's just the commercials and junk. Ugh.
2: We kind of we kind of bonded a little bit about that when I was up there visiting you the one yeah. time. We we found out that hey, we're the kind of the same guy there. It's either <laughs> podcast or Audible, and my yeah. family hates me for it. <laughs> uh I'm one a, shout I'm... out because it started on youtube but w- then we we discovered it late and i believe I, is crave a canadian service uh if i remember right crave um, yes it is. Yeah. so and then you and then hulu got it and i'm sure you canadians probably know what i'm talking about it's letter oh, <laughs> kenny oh god so much yes. letter kenny if, if you have never watched letter kenny oh. do yourself a favor and please go watch Letter Kenny. It is the most hilarious thing you will have ever watched.
3: <laughs> when I, yeah, when I was stuck with uh, pneumonia at my buddy's place in Calgary on, on, on the way out for the lightning run, I'd, I'd seen snippets of the show, but I've never actually sat down and watched. He's like, bro, you're going to watch the show. So we just mainlined it like three nights in a row. I was killing myself and like my throat's sore and like I can't breathe. There's <laughs> like snot coming out everywhere. But like I was dying. The show's amazing. It's brilliant. <laughs>
2: I was, My um, wife showed me, what was it, the second or third episode? My wife's sitting next to me right now, and I was hooked. Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant.
1: I, um, watch that. I, you guys, remember the episode of Friends where, um, Joey and Chandler come across, uh, I think it's in Monica's apartment, uh, that, um, and I'm going to use this as PG 13 as I can, that the porn, <laughs> the porn channel came in unscrambled and they were actually watching free porn. <laughs> and they were, they were afraid to like turn off the tv because it might just like go away <laughs> a couple a couple days ago i'm in my car heading out to work in the morning and um i had pandora playing and there was an ad that came up you can get like an hour of free listening with no uh, advertisements and i didn't get a chance to click the ad when it went away it's so, like i locked my screen locked and next thing you know like i unlocked it the ad was gone i was like ah oh, crap right since then i don't know what it is i don't have pandora one where you get the ad freak i've had zero ads since then (laughs) (laughs) that was monday it's now thursday so i'm afraid to like shut the ad (laughs) (laughs) hopefully they to go
2: office space and they fix the glitch on you i don't i don't know (laughs) listen don't say anything um, but go away <laughs> but I will but,
1: but I will tell you that um, I, I I have you know it's really weird so I do I do two podcasts uh, shameless plug one of mine if you're watching on YouTube the link is down there it's anchor.fm forward slash cmc pod um, 10 minute podcast daily episode starts back on Monday thanks for listening so um, the I don't listen to podcasts I have a hard time really being intent- like DJ, like I know it was um, so Raj will have like his YouTube videos sort of on the big screen and like every once in a while like kind of looks at it I want to give podcast creators all the attention I can give them. Like if you're going to put out a podcast, it's like 30, 40 minutes. I want to listen to everything you have to say. And I feel like a lot of times when I'm driving or kind of doing stuff for work, I really can't give it that undivided attention. So usually I'll listen to podcasts while laying in bed, sort of like winding down from the day. And I'll listen to it even sometimes in chunks, uh, 10, 15 minutes at a time. Because I, I want to give that podcast all my attention. I feel like it's only as a creator of content, I want to give them that same due respect. So usually, if I don't listen to podcasts, it's either um, my Shopify, Spotify playlist, my Pandora playlist, um, or it's just watching meandering YouTube videos, getting caught in the funnel spiral that is YouTube. Like, oh, here's a suggestion for that video. Like, I'll watch that. Next thing you know, it's like six days have gone by. I haven't shaved or showered. I think I've lost six pounds. So yeah, I understand.
0: Cool. Well, let's do a lightning round here because we've been talking for an hour and a half. So let's do a lightning round of uh, whatever you guys want to plug. Eric, you already kind of did there. We'll listen to his podcast there. Call me curious. Awesome. Thank <laughs> you very much.
1: Okay, uh, so... Find me. Find me on Twitter. The handle is Easy Fix E C F I X. I'm not on Twitter much, but believe me, I am uh, exist. It's it's true. Uh, also, Call Me Curious podcast, ten minute episodes. It's at ten minutes daily, Monday through Friday. Format might change. Maybe I might do a DJ Monday, Wednesday, Friday sort of experience. But for now, it is daily Monday through Friday. Ten minute episodes. Like, subscribe. Available on every platform you can listen to. Tune in, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh and everywhere. It's everywhere. So awesome. Find it. Find it. Like it. Listen.
0: All right, Ian. You're up. All right. Well,
3: you can uh, find me on Twitter. Uh, handle is at Ian Pavelko. Uh, Tesla Owners Online. You can find me under the handle Mad Hungarian. If you have any tech questions, often Wheels and Tires is what I'm called upon to answer. Um, if you're looking for some Tesla wear, I have my uh, Mad Hungarian Evolve Wear shirts. The little logo with the evolving caveman and a few other different designs I'm working on. You can find that at Teespring.com and just look up once you're on the site Mad Hungarian Evolve Wear. You'll find my on Online shop. And finally, a little shout out for those of you who might be interested in obtaining a set of the glorious Zero G uh, mm. wheels that are um, coming through the referral program with the Michelin um, Pilot Sport 4 tires. I have a set of those I'm picking up tomorrow. <gasps> They're like going you. to be for sale.
0: Oh, you're not keeping them. Okay. <laughs> Damn, no, you guys. I only have 17 still I mean, waiting for his. I so say, he
2: makes his own wheels, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean,
3: and you know what? The ultimate tribute I can give to Tesla is uh, these things are so stunningly beautiful, even though I have access to unlimited styles of wheels. I was very borderline about wanting to sell them. They're just such gorgeous. Well, I'm really selling really mine great. whenever
1: I get them. So all right. Uh, <laughs> mine right. are
3: supposed to be in tomorrow. They I they gave me an appointment for eight forty five tomorrow morning to go pick them up. They haven't yet oh, the-
1: I mean, you drive a performance car, so it makes sense. Me who has an eighteen inch uh aero wheels, like I'm not going to the twenties and yeah. not happen. Having-
3: no, no, no. No, it's no. understandable. That. That's
1: understandable. Cool.
0: So well, hit up uh Ian if you want a set of those things and you're uh, you're in the Montreal Quebec area. Just oh, anywhere in Canada, man. I, I've, got, ah, a giant, I've
3: got a giant machine at work that ships wheels, so I can send them anywhere.
0: Okay, Raj, you're up next, buddy.
4: Quick. Tesla Raj. Uh, that's what it is. YouTube.com slash Tesla Raj. And on all social medias, it's Tesla underscore Raj. Any questions, anything you want to know, let me know. And by the way, regarding those wheels, I will say because Canada always gets shafted on everything, I'm glad that the Canadians got their wheels.
0: <laughs> well thank you Raj yeah we seem to get him a little faster than everybody else for which is really weird yeah yeah that was yeah. very weird well we appreciate you having on the show Raj I apologize for on your behalf anyways for the technical difficulties we'll get it sorted out of next course. time we'll have you on again all right there. DJ you're our special guest tonight uh, what do you want to plug whatever you'd like buddy well I guess I, I, guess I
2: have to go with the show uh, Tesla mm-hmm. Tidbits is the name of the show uh, you can find me on pretty much any podcast service out there Uh, please let me know if you can't find me on a podcast service i will try and get myself on there Uh, but i think i got all the bases covered Uh, there is a youtube channel youtube.com slash tesla tidbits as well it's all one word Um, the show goes up as a static image and the show is there Uh, but i do occasionally do a tidbits from the road or uh, i might have some interviews coming up possibly that might be video depends on if the Interviewee wants to do the video or not, but you can see my lovely. It's been a minute, but you can see my lovely trip to Canada to to go visit Trev. Uh, it's been a year and a half ago now. It's been a minute. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't do too much video. Uh, most of it's completely audio only format. Uh, tried to get a show out every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Shout out to everybody on uh, out there that tries to do a daily podcast. Uh, cause that shit is hard, yo, Mm
4: um,
2: (laughs) um, for the five ish minutes that I put out, there's probably a good four hours of production thrown into that, uh, for that little five minutes of video. Uh, so, and especially with the challenge of having a family and small children and getting them to bed, usually that time does not start until at least 10 PM and yeah, yeah. So that's that's that, but Makes uh, yeah, please, day. please, uh, uh,
0: check out the channel, uh, the show. I would appreciate it very, very much. All right, make sure you subscribe all to all day. these Probably guys' all stuff, good. man. Well, uh, I want to say thank you for everybody for joining in. I know the show has been a little bit longer, but hey, you know, what else are you going to be doing other than listening to us? <laughs> well, you can follow me on Twitter, Twitter yeah, <laughs> you, right. Um, so you can follow me on Twitter if you want the handles TeslaOwnersOnline check out the forum TeslaOwnersOnline.com you can follow me there if you want the uh, handles Trev P. and uh, yeah so once again thanks for joining in with us and stuff I know it's a little bit long but uh, hey it's all fun and games and uh, we'll see you on the next one thanks for watching and listening we'll see you next time see
3: you guys
0: wash your hands